Hi, I'm Alicia Harris, and I am your host of The Alicia Show. I am also the founder of alicialifestyle.com, and I'm so excited that you're here with me, and I am here with you. I'm also really appreciative. Each week, I'll be sharing strategies and stories and insights to help you enhance your well-being and to build your business while still navigating life, because sometimes we often try and separate the two, and let's face it, If you are not well, you have no business, you know, so let's try and work with these two things combined because we can to enhance your lifestyle. Again, I'm really excited to have you here. I have wanted to put together a podcast for over two years. And so here I am ready to share. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to The Alicia Show. This week, it's just you and me. And I want to just reflect on some of the takeaways and the information that you have listened to over the past 14 episodes. I am so excited that I am able to say that. Thank you so much for continuing to support me and to listen. Also, thank you so much for sharing all of your feedback and just sharing back with me. I mean, I've been getting articles about information that I've been sharing. I've been getting links and I've also been getting tagged in a few things. So thank you. Thank you so much. This podcast is so important to me because as I've previously said, I think I said it to Mary in our last episode, all of my guests are intentional. I have learned a lot from the people that I've brought on to share their stories and their expertise. And I really just want to continue to be able to share what they do and how it has been beneficial to my life and also how it can be beneficial to yours. So I really hope that you have listened to as many episodes as you can and that it is really helping you on your journey to living your thriving life. I know for myself as a business owner, a mother, a sister, a wife, everything that we do on a day-to-day can really make you feel overwhelmed sometimes. I mean, I've just come out of that state myself where I felt a little bit overwhelmed with everything that's going on in the world. And I've just finished my menses and that came early due to stress. Sometimes life doesn't go the way you want it to go. I had all of these plans and actions that I wanted to get done last week. And realistically, I just needed to stop, rest, review and restore. And now I feel so much better for it. This morning before I sat down to record this episode for you, I ensured that I got my exercise in, my movement in, and it just really helped me focus and clear my mind as to what I was going to discuss with you today. And so it all ties in. Today, I wanted to go through some of the things that I check in within myself when I am at that state of overwhelm, because this is the subject where I know a lot of us are going through because of the pace of life, the world's opened up. So we're now getting back into that do, 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 do phase. And sometimes we forget that we need 
to continue to look after ourselves, to be able to go at the pace that we want to go at. So I just wanted to do an episode to really just talk about the things that I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed and when I need to just really regroup myself. So we have gone through a lot of information over the past 14 weeks, especially in the last six weeks where we've looked at the female cycle in phases. And then we talked about Mary's menopause story. And because I'm at that age where I am in perimenopause, shit can get real sometimes. <laughs> I think that's the only way that I can put it. So for me, as I said, last week was one of those weeks where I was like, I've got so much to do. You know, I had been tracking my cycle. I knew what was coming up, but I thought I had a couple of more days and then boom, it turned up and I had to just reset my mind. So when I can start to feel myself getting into that, oh gosh, I've got to get all of these things done. And I'm in that emotional state of messiness is what I like to call it. The first thing I do is check where I am in my cycle. And sometimes we can forget, but again, if we are tracking it via an app or just simply putting it into our diaries, then it's quite easy to see where we are. And that for me usually gives me a quick reset in the mind to think, actually, Alicia, this is the reason why you're feeling this way. This is why you're not going to be so productive at the moment because of where you are in your cycle. And if you want to know more about that, <laughs> we've just spent four weeks going through all of the things that you can put into place to help you thrive when you're in your cycle. So I check my cycle and then I really think about what needs to be done for me to feel my optimum self. And sometimes that may just be resting, you know, like last week. I had to just rest because I just didn't have the energy and I didn't want to go into my next phase feeling depleted and feeling like I hadn't just taken care of myself. So I've done lots of just slow walking, lots of nourishing my body and not so much resting, but let's be real. Sometimes that can't happen, but I am really focusing in doing more rest and restoring next week as well. I go through my non-negotiables. So my non-negotiables are movement, nutrition, and hydration. And those are the three things that usually when I'm feeling overwhelmed can sometimes be impacted. So I look at, have I moved today? And that doesn't mean have I actually done a full-on exercise class. It could be just, have I taken a walk? Have I just had some type of movement in my body that can be just running around or dancing with my daughter or just ensuring that I have moved for the day? Because a lot of the time, especially in the world that we're in at the moment, we're doing a lot more sitting than we did previously. I saw a really funny video the other day when a lady was saying, I used to do at least 17,000 steps and now all I do is 300. And most of that is me going back and forth from my fridge to see what else I can eat. So, you know, that really put it into perspective for me because we were doing a lot more moving 18 months ago and now we're not. So yes, I make sure that I move every single day just to ensure that everything is functioning as well as it can be hydration. I know when I am dehydrated, I can feel it in my skin. I can feel it within and my brain function doesn't work as much. So 
I try and make sure that I get in at least two liters more if I am moving and sometimes that slips. So the things that you can do to make it really easy, and I think I've mentioned this before, have different water bottles spread around the house so that you can just grab water, make sure that you're getting some electrolytes in as well. So a little sprinkle of sea salt and lemon will really help with hydration. Coconut water is amazing. Just make sure that you're hydrating, especially when it's getting warmer. At the moment, it's July here in the UK, so we've thankfully got some lovely weather. So again, that's going to make a difference. And then nutrition. I know I talk about this a lot, but just trying to make sure that you're getting in as much healthy food as you can. And yes, there's going to be times of the month where you're not going to want to have that green juice or you're not going to want to have that salad. You know, you're going to want to have something naughty and that's okay. Don't deprive yourself of the things that make you happy, but let's try and have them with moderation because it will take a strain on the body. And for me, I know 100% that if I'm not eating well, if I'm not drinking, if I'm not moving, my three non-negotiables, then I don't feel great. You know, for me, it's really important that I use the time that I have really effectively. So if I am not moving, if I'm not drinking enough fluids, and if I'm not eating well, then that is not helping my focus, my clarity, my productivity. And I need to be as focus and clear as I can be because my time is limited and I need to get as much done as I can in the time that I have. Sleep is something that I sometimes struggle with because I have a toddler. I am a really light sleeper and my brain goes a mile a minute <laughs> sometimes. So it's really important for me to switch off at a certain time so I can let my body and my brain just stop before I pop my head down on my pillow. And again, for me, if I'm not hydrated, then my sleep isn't good. I try not to be working right up into the time that I'm ready to go to sleep, but sometimes that's just the way it works. However, if I get to bed at a reasonable time and I'm able to get seven to eight hours sleep, I know that I'm going to be more productive the next day. So, you know, that is where I want to be. That is what I'm chasing. But sometimes it doesn't always happen that way. If you can get nanny naps in the daytime, I would definitely recommend it. Even if it's just for 15, 20 minutes, just to let the body reset, it's going to work wonders. The next thing I check is, have I been taking my supplements? And this is another thing that I struggle with sometimes because I hide my supplements because I have little toddler hands in my house. So if they're not always where I can see them, I forget them. So I pop a reminder in my phone. In fact, spoiler alert, I have a lot of reminders in my phone because we've always got our phone with us. We're always picking up our phone to look at something, be it Instagram, text messages, phone calls, so forth. So why not use your phone to help you stay healthy, right? So I've got reminders in my phone to ensure that I've taken enough water in for the day. Have I moved? Have I taken my supplements? And I also have quotes in there and affirmations. All of the things that I know is going to help my day on a day-to-day -day basis, it goes into my phone because that's like my little mini laptop. 
I also have internal check-in and think, have I spoken to any of my friends this week? Have I spoken to family members this week? I need to feel that sense of community and referring back to one of my previous episodes with Mary, we've lost that. We've lost that feeling of community over the last 18 months. So checking in with my friends, virtually checking in, having virtual lunch dates, virtually working out with my Tuesday and Thursday crew. Those are all of the things that light me up. Those are the things that keep me sane throughout my working week. If you're not getting to talk to the people that you love and you appreciate, pop a reminder in your phone just to check in. And then I think about social media. Have I been scrolling too much? You have to think about these things because we don't realize how much social media impacts us. I've just come off a week hiatus from social media. I've gone in as and when I've needed to. However, I have really taken a step back because I've been triggered a lot over the last week about some of the things that I've been seeing on my timeline. And for me being on my period, I knew I had to take that step back because I was already in that emotional state. I was already feeling overwhelmed because I couldn't get everything that I wanted to get done. I can't let other people's feelings and thought process and so forth impact how I'm feeling. So I need to take a step away and give yourself permission to do that. Even if you use social media for your business, remember you need to be okay within yourself. If you're not showing up as you it's going to feel a little bit disjointed. You're going to be a little bit resentful. You're not going to enjoy the process. So take a step back as and when you need it. And then I ask myself, am I being really true to myself? Have I given myself space this week? Have I given myself time to reflect and really restore? Or have I been half arsing it because Everybody else needs a bit of Felicia. And sometimes, again, depending on your circumstances, sometimes it's not easy to take a step away. However, give yourself some space, even if that space means taking a walk in nature and listening to a podcast, hopefully mine. <laughs> but, you know, taking yourself out for half an hour and just walking and just clearing your mind or even just in silence, just processing all of your thoughts, but taking that time to breathe, taking that time to actually relax. There is so much to be said for spending some time on your own. We are always in the mix of things. Even if you do spend time on your own, a lot of the times you are working or you are distracted. So spending a little bit of time on your own, ideally every day would be great. And if that seems overwhelming to you as well, maybe make it 10 minutes, make it five, but do something for yourself every day. That was one of the things that really changed my mindset. Just taking five minutes for myself every day and then increasing the time over the time really has helped with my mental health and well-being. And then lastly, but not least, have I spent enough quality time with my family? 
have I been present for my family or have I been distracted by social media or by business or by the long list that I've got of things that need to be done? Have I actually spent time one-on-one with my husband? Have I spent time one-on-one with my daughter? Have I spent time one-on-one with my brother? Have we done things as a whole together? And that's again important because it can sometimes feel disjointed, especially if your partner and you are both working and you're trying to ensure that your family is taken care of at the same time. Sometimes it takes a lot of time to pour into your family and their needs and then you forget about what each of you need as a unit. I know sometimes it's difficult because I do two long days on a Tuesday and a Thursday, then we share childcare in between. It's really important that you get to spend quality time with your family and your loved one on a one-to-one basis. So how do I make sure all of these things happen? And you know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. I have to have a plan and I have to have a schedule because I am at that age that not everything sticks, especially as I just said, if I haven't been taking care of myself, then my brain is not functioning well. And so with that and being perimenopausal and being a mum and a business owner and a wife and a sister and yada, 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 I can't remember everything. So I need to have a plan. I need to have a schedule. Do I stick to those things 100%? No. However, I have a flexible plan. I have a plan and I have a schedule with lots of white space in it for those times when shit goes left. And that way I don't feel guilty about it. I know a lot of people like to work organically. However, for me and for a lot of business owners and some of my clients, we need to have that structure in place because it means that you have a plan that you can stick to if needs be. And again, as I said, sometimes you don't stick to that plan and that's okay. There's always another day for you to get stuff done. However, at least you know where you're going because that's one of the key things that can really overwhelm is when you've got this big plan and you know you need to get it done. However, you don't know how to get it done. You don't know how to break it down. You don't know what needs to be done first. So for me, my first step would be do a brain dump. Do a brain dump that of everything that needs to be done, then start to work it into a plan of action. And if I don't do that, then I don't feel fulfilled on my working days and I can't move forward because I'll have that thought in my mind that I didn't get the things that I needed to get done. And then I start to feel really bad about myself because then I'm like, I didn't get the things that I needed to get done this week. And now I'm going to have to wait until next Tuesday. And how am I going to ensure that my business is growing? And all of that overwhelm floods into my family life. So for me, a plan is so important just to make sure that I have all of the things that I want to get done on paper. And then I start to work that plan. And if you're like, oh my gosh, Alicia, I don't even know where to start. I'm here. That's what I do. I am here. And over the summer, I am doing a four week program where we are going to take those big plans, break them up into smaller tasks to be completed, and then take action 
and implement them. We're going to start with a reflection and a planning session, and then we're going to have implementation sessions, and we are going to get these things done because I know it can be overwhelming and it can be really difficult when you don't know how, but I'm going to show you how. And I'm really, really excited to show you a little bit more of how I plan my hours and the thought process into what goes into me making sure that I have successful weeks. Because again, we are in business to enjoy our lives. You know, for me, I am building my business around my baby girl because I want to spend as much time as I can with her while she's little, but as she grows up also. That is my big why. My big why is to ensure that I can grow. I can still be Alicia because ultimately I was Alicia before I had my daughter and I loved what I did, but I want to be able to do it in a way that works for my family and works for me. To do that, I need to make sure I've got a handle on what's coming up, what needs to be done and how I'm going to get that done. So if this feels like something that you need to do as well, then I'm going to leave the information in the show notes for you and come join me. We're going to have a blast. Try not to make this difficult for yourself. Think about the things that you can delegate to somebody else. I know sometimes it feels like you are the only one that can do those certain jobs. But believe you me, sometimes we are being the enablers. I know this very well. I've done it a lot throughout my life. And now I'm saying to you, learn from my lessons. Start delegating sooner rather than later. So that way you will also have some more time to be able to do the things that you need to do to ensure that you're looking after yourself and enjoy your life. And if this is the first time you're here, please go back and listen to the last 14 episodes because they all interlink. They are all there to layer on to help you live your best life, as I like to say. If you have any questions, please contact me. My details are in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. I would love to help you in any way that I can. And until then, I will see you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Alicia Show. If you know somebody who needs to hear the conversations that we are having, please share it, take a screenshot and send it to them. Also, I would really love for you to rate and review the podcast as this really helps and I'd love to read your comments. Lastly, remember you need to invest in yourself first because you are important and amazing. Take care until the next time. Bye-bye.